Welcome to episode number 212 of the Tall Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we've got some geeky news. Not a ton, but enough to not to fill a show this week. Um, but before we get into it, guys, and, and everyone else in between. Uh, <laughs> y'all. What? <laughs> y'all. Uh, let's talk about what we've been geeking out on. Um, Chris, what have you been doing, man? I watched Dune last night. Um because finally right it was about to leave leave hbo max i'm not making any effort to go to the movie theater as of late so my my, i talked to my father yesterday he was like oh i watched a movie up your alley i was like dune because i definitely (laughs) could guess what he watched but um yeah man i'll tell you right now i was instantly disappointed i didn't see it in imax um (laughs) from the first scene and the first time that hans zimmer score struck um, I had my sound bar turned up pretty good. Um, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. Honestly, it yeah. was just the cinematography, the way they, they the way they did the story this time, the actors involved. It was just what a what an awesome production. And I'm really excited for more because it's I haven't felt this way about a movie in a while where I'm just like part two is two years away. Um, you know, it's like like that Star Wars feeling or, or the Marvel movie feeling that we're like inundated with Marvel movies now, but it used to be like, maybe you'd wait a little bit longer, but yeah, yeah now I'm like anxious for like, um, was it 2024? <laughs> so. No, no. October, 2023. Woo! Actually, I think that's on our thing today. Um, maybe not. Maybe I, maybe that was last week, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. October, 2023. Awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah. Besides that, um, Still trying to beat Metroid. I've been stuck on the boss for over a week. Um, and <laughs> yeah. and I've been playing KOTOR again, which is just magical again 20 years later. I, I, I didn't know how I was going to like it. I didn't know if I could get back into it, but it's awesome. <laughs> so I'm very happy that they put that Switch port out. Yeah, you guys in the Star Warriors group were talking about it, and I almost bought it, but I was like, you know what? If I'm going to play it fully for the first time, I'm just going to wait for that HD remake. If it's even just the same game, though, that's that's the question. It sounded like, I mean, from that little interview, it sounded like they're going to keep it the same. So hopefully, yeah. Um, Or add more stuff like Final Fantasy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you could do something like that. That's fine. Um, I wouldn't know anyway because I've never played the original. So whatever they present to me, I'm just going to enjoy it and, and like it. But... Yeah, as far as geeking out on my end, same thing. Dune, I watched the movie in IMAX and then immediately um, downloaded the book, the audio book. So I'm at the point right now where the movie ends, which is about two thirds of the way through this book. Uh, I, I'm trying to think <clears throat> from the miniseries, and I'm sorry, people out there, for spoilers if you haven't had the chance to, you know, check out Dune in the last 60 years or so. But. Um, there's a time jump right after this i think is as far as like what's gonna happen for book two or movie two yeah i, I keep yeah i, be, I believe so like I the believe baby's so. born stuff like that i believe yeah. right okay yeah because i was like aaron what happens next because yeah you should whatever. download the audiobook they they do it's different voice actors and they have music and sound effects 
So, I own, and I think I it's the free book. on Audible. I picked up the Kindle version um, okay. for, for free not too long ago. So yeah, I will probably read it from the, yeah. this point on. But that, that's been good. Um, I went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife Ooh, and absolutely that? loved it. It's just, it's what it should have been. And everyone who's seen it, you know, as far as the Ghostbusters sequel, they touch upon one thing in part two, but it's really a sequel to part one. That's what I've read. It's, I've, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers because I really want yeah, to Yeah, I mean, this and this week. isn't a spoiler. It's, just, <clears throat> it's, it's no. really more part one. Yeah, that's what I was like. They're like, oh, is part two actually canon still and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, all right, I need to go. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I mean, like there's like I said, there's one or maybe two parts to what happened in part two. Awesome. So it's in there. It's just not it's not as big of a thing, you know. So um, super, super fun movie. Highly recommend everybody to watch it. And and I watched the Spider-Man trailer because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm seeing this in IMAX. I'm going to watch this trailer in IMAX then. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll so, talk about that shortly because I, I was I was like we both said we weren't going to watch it on this show, yeah. And then I I really couldn't pull myself back honestly because I well, knew they okay. wouldn't spoil too much. And they're, yeah. they're going to show us what, we're going to talk about it. But we're going to talk about it. all right. So let's talk about before we go. Let's get into the big you know big thing that happened last week was Disney Plus Day. Um, you know we got a lot more stuff from the from the Marvel side of things jam-packed you know all the marvel shows had like a little piece of footage uh we've got some new shows coming from disney you know some stuff from pixar etc and then for star wars we were all expecting more um we did get a behind the scenes documentary for boba fett underneath the helmet which is cool this is like 20 minutes long or 30 minutes long it was a neat little doc but you know we've got like a one and a half like behind the scenes kind of of obi-wan nothing of andor not even bad batch season two no ahsoka anything though we do have some ahsoka news this week to talk about but like really nothing no no announcements (laughs) yeah nothing what's what's uh you know and and i know it's specifically disney plus so like you're not going to talk about the movies i get that but like i don't know i guess mando season three like concept art i don't know but it was very very lackluster as far as that's concerned the rest of the showcase great did a good job i enjoyed it that's what i have to say yeah the marvel thing was great i thought it was a little too long like i don't care about what we've already watched so it's like here's the 12 minutes minutes. yeah yeah 12 14 minutes whatever it was i was just like geez it's like well i'm saying like 12 minutes of the old stuff yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, I just watched this month ago. I was like, okay, great. Yeah. But then when they when Oscar Isaac pops up and you're like, oh geez, here we go. So yeah. Um, I was really happy with the Disney stuff they showed off. Uh, I thought that was great. They're really just digging in deep there. But I'll I'll bring it up in a little bit. I'm just kind of worried about the future of Star Wars with with <laughs> with Disney, honestly. So um, but yeah, I thought <clears throat> what's coming up next? D twenty three, which is not even any fan event like it normally is usually d23 you're seeing stuff about the theme parks which you are in this um stuff about all of the movies from all from everything not nothing there's literally nothing about the movies on this d23 it's like theme parks and uh the websites i don't know podcasts i don't know it's like it's it seems like garbage so disney Really not bringing anything too exciting this year, it, with, with the exception, you know, sorry, with the exception of Marvel TV. 
Yeah, I mean, that was great. Those clips were great. But, well, oh, what did, the, what, what, go ahead. Sorry, I forgot. The, the the best announcement, sorry, for D23 was X-Men 97. Oh, yes. You right. forgot there about was, that. There was that little, that little gem snuck yes. in there. The most amazing thing that they've announced in a while, actually. Yes. But, yes. Yeah, it's just, you know, with what DC did with fandom, I was just kind of like, okay. Oh yeah, I know. Like <laughs> that was the way to do it. And like, and that's what D23 typically is, you know, mm -hmm. not at the same scale, but at least as far as announcements goes. But, um, you know, one other little nugget that I saw was they showed you a little thing from rescue Rangers. Yeah. Like, and it was like a mini little tiny, tiny script, like as if the chipmunks are reading it and behind it, there's a script and it says Darkwing Duck. And someone wrote like on the Twitter, Instagram was like, hey, does that say Darkwing Duck? And the creator is like, yup, it sure does. <laughs> but they, so they, they had DuckTales, they introduced Dark, Darkwing Duck and then they canceled DuckTales. Yup. And then the Darkwing Duck backdoor pilot never happened. Is that what happened? I, so I'm thinking Darkwing Duck is still a thing. And, and maybe by these creators of Rescue Rangers, Maybe they show up in Rescue Rangers. I mean, I was always a fan, you know, when I was a kid of that show. All those, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, you know, the whole Disney lineup the there. So Disney Afternoon. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, I hope we do get to see some Darkwing Duck action coming up. Where's our shared universe? You know, that's... Right. Well, that's I mean... Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go over to Marvel News. Um, so let's let's get the elephant out of the room here. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. If you have not watched it, we're going to spoil it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Fact. So you can skip over this section. But initial thoughts, feelings, you know, speculation. You know, I they just kept hinting at all the villains. And this trailer was definitely a part two to that initial teaser trailer. Absolutely. And it was just... Just to see the villains, to see Jamie Foxx, like, get that Electro look. <laughs> I know, um, right? Green Goblin, how, and then learn that Willem Dafoe is, like, snuck onto set in, like, a cloak. Um, we don't know who's playing Sandman yet. Um, so, what they're leading up to, and when they, when they end it with the purple sky and stuff, they're just, they're just hiding so much stuff still that, as much as they've shown in that trailer... There's so much more to come, and right. like that's just, that's just to tip the iceberg. That's that's where I'm going to put it. Well, there's also another goblin-esque figure yes. in the trailer, which I know it's not James Franco since he's pretty much been canceled out of the face of the earth. You know mm. what I mean? But like maybe, or maybe someone playing that character but a different actor. You know what I mean? Like something like that. And then Flash, <laughs> when you watch the trailer. You see, you see Sandman going towards somebody. You see Electro in the middle going towards Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And then you see the lizard at the bottom going towards somebody. And you see Lizard clearly getting punched in the face in Sandman 2 by something. Some, something. <laughs> so they all but confirm that those other two Spider-Men are coming back. Well, I love I love the fact that we know that they've tampered with trailers before and they'll remove characters from it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love I also love when the internet goes ablaze with oh my god, it's Miles Morales. He's invisible. And, oh my gosh. And then, like that that no. funny thing where 
where little little Nas like did this picture with Andrew Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. And he's like, I'm playing Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, setting setting the internet ablaze with um, rumors and speculation. Yeah. And that's what I like is like I didn't want to watch this trailer because I thought it would spoil things, but now it adds even more mystique and mysteriousness to this. Yeah. Movie. So yeah, I'm ready, man. This it's gonna blow our nuts off. I think so. So tickets go on sale on the 29th um, of November. I will be buying them in IMAX as soon as they go on sale. And I am, you know, Dune is my favorite movie of the year so far. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man will be. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Venom or Morbius either. Oh, oh. You know, I mean, Vulture, if he's already hinting, like, I, I don't know. You know, it's got to be right. It's going to be it's going to be a smorgasbord. It's going to be a smorgasbord. All right. So. Uh, yeah, Blade movie cast Delroy Lindo, unknown role at the moment, but you know, things are moving on the Blade side of things, and that gets me excited. Is he the whistler? I don't know. You know, Delroy Lindo's a great actor, he could be in any role. Uh, we'll see what see what happens. No, absolutely. This is just this is the movie I cannot wait for, and I can't wait to see you know, little bits and pieces as the production gets started. Exactly. It's what started this whole comic book movie craze. <laughs> was yeah. this, this was very like, yeah. side character that nobody knew about and still can't admit that the character started the comic book movie craze. Rated R. <laughs> Rated R. That's right. That's right. Uh, Wakanda Forever was shut down. Um, that set has just been getting plagued, period. So, uh, you know, it's not going to be shut down forever, but it might change some of the dates around as far as things go. So the problem with Marvel is because things have to be kind of on a timeline. If you move one thing back, you have to move everything back and um, in order for it all to be connected. So we're going to see what that means. Yeah. I mean, it's just say, say they want to, backdoor you know dr doom into this world and then they're gonna bring fantastic four eventually or name so it's just, you know Namor, all this stuff that just is so heavily reliant on their storytelling it's just it's sad i um i was i'm really excited for that movie and i hope that lapita get that's her name right gets better <laughs> Peter nuango yeah yeah Let's see and then this is like um just kind of like a fun little thing uh powerhouse creative who's working on masters of the universe and they did Castlevania. Um, they had a pitch for a, almost a what if Marvel animated series and they showed some footage from that. So it was around the 75th anniversary of, of Marvel in 2014. They did their own little animation thing that you can see online for that. So it's kind of cool um, that they did that. And, you know, we're big powerhouse creative fans here. So it's kind of like a neat little Easter egg thing out there to check out. It is, and it it's something that could also still happen, uh, which yeah. is the, the best part. And I love that it's eras. I love that it's you know little little animations from each each year, each decade of Marvel, and they're they're actually going to include the the Punisher as part of it. So that would that would have been amazing to see, especially from Powerhouse. Uh, just it reminds me when DC was doing those those those. I guess it was like the anniversary shorts um, for like Superman and Batman and stuff like that. So yeah, I love, I love that kind of stuff and I hope that it still happens. Me too. So let's jump across the pond and go over to DC. Um, We've got Batgirl potentially setting up a black Canary movie. What do you think of that? 
I, I thought that Black Canary was already set up, but it's okay. Um, I would rather see, <laughs> see Batgirl set up a true Birds of Prey sequel because we know Black Black Canary movie is coming. It spins out of the Harley Quinn movie, so let's let's do this. Let's let's maybe that's at the maybe that's it. Maybe that's what it's truly setting up. The, the three of them getting together and us getting a true Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I am. Um, um, you know, like you said, I thought we already saw Black Canary and Birds of Prey, but sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. CW, their Batwoman show, aka Gotham Light, uh, is <laughs> bringing on uh, Poison Ivy. Uh, we are going to see uh, Nicole Kang in the role uh, at the show's mid-season finale in a few days, November 24th. So. Um, picture look cool. I don't watch this show, but picture look cool. Did you say Gotham's Creek? No, Gotham's <laughs> Gotham Light. But sure, oh. Gotham's Creek works too. <laughs> CW, sure. <laughs> she does look wonderful. I just I'm gonna watch it just to see she how does. they treat the uh, CGI. But it's it's nice to see a, a poison ivy after so long in in live action. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Question mark. Let's, um, let's, let's see a Harley Quinn sequel with Poison Ivy in it. That's that's what I yes, want to see. That that is true. And then uh I'd say kind of a slept on show, uh yeah. animated series, The Batman. It is getting its own uh complete Blu-ray. The whole series is getting a, a Blu-ray release. So um this is a good show. I don't have anything against it. It was a good show. Sans every villain knows martial arts. It yeah. was just kind of weird to me, but it is a cool Batman show. It's not as good as Be was it Beware the Batman? Is that the oh, best one? Yeah, Beware the Batman was pretty sweet and yeah. Brave and Bold. If oh, Brave and Bold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, exactly. Gross. Yeah, yeah. So, Chris, take us over to a galaxy far away from here. Let's do it. Let's talk a little bit about Star Wars because, like, we just were talking about the Disney Plus was a little bit lackluster, um, and it's got me a little bit worried about the future Star Wars, especially since they just also announced that they're shelving uh, Rogue Squadron and apparently Ryan Johnson's trilogy over quote-unquote creative differences. Both have been shelved indefinitely. What do you what do you think about that? I'm okay with both of these. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, you know, I didn't like what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. Or, uh, sorry. Yeah, Last Jedi. But mm-hmm. I think he's a solid filmmaker i i've liked pretty much everything that he's done so i don't think that he shouldn't have a star wars movie it's just that like with that and rogue squadron being like so announced last year i think at the end of last year um and and we've literally seen nothing from either one of those same thing with taika watiti's we've seen nothing from it or kevin feige's produced one so i'm not you know hurt by these choices because i really don't have anything to be excited about other than like the rogue squadron name you know but like that's it no i i I completely get it just it's it's tough because the movie the movie verse is so unknown at this point and then there's like rumors oh we're gonna do an old republic movie oh now there's gonna be a high republic movie fast track because of rogue squadron i just there's no cohesiveness at all of what's going on and what they're trying to plan you're doing yeah. the high republic right now make a goddamn movie about the high republic and like tight right. make it let him right. do a colorful world 
let him do something that's outside the wheel the wheel box right now, mostly for Star Wars that they've done a select amount of books and comics for. But you know, do something, announce something, show us something, like get us up excited for something. Disney Plus is great for yeah. what's coming, but then they're also canceling things here and there. So it's just kind of. I don't know. It's very turbulent as usual with Disney and Star Wars. It's almost, I don't want them to have it anymore. Well, it's almost like just don't announce anything until right. you know it's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even, even, um, you know, Warner Brothers is at the same time, you know, we never did get a cyborg series. We didn't get a, thank God, it was Green Lantern even happening. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. like, yeah, you know, maybe just don't do it until you know what's going to happen so anyway uh what's next we got an announcement finally about who is going to be playing sabine wren in the ahsoka series so this this show hasn't even started production yet uh but we're very excited because there's there's been announcements of christian haydenson uh you know grand animal throngs coming back rosario dawson will repraise her role as ahsoka all positive great things and now maybe that Aladdin kid is yes, um, you know Ezra maybe exactly exactly. Um, but we got news that Natasha Liu Bordizzo will be playing Sabine. Uh, I'm not very familiar with her. She says that she is what in the society the society. I've never heard of that. Me either. Okay, so kind of an unknown here, but she she looks like she can definitely play the part of Sabine. Um, so. I'm excited because I'm glad that they're including that character. We knew that she was part of, you know, the end of Rebels, that kind of that that cool ending they did uh, with Sabine and Ahsoka going off. And now we see kind of where we are in the timeline. So what do you think? I'm down 100 percent down. Um, you're giving me a, a live action rebel show. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> count me in and uh you know i'm not familiar with her work but you know if if uh what's his name dave why am i losing his last name dave filoni trust her then i trust her (laughs) yeah we all trust in dave filoni absolutely um and that's that's the other thing it's like they're gonna cast Hera. what's 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 her son with kanan jason you know um so we don't know what's gonna happen with all these characters we hold near and dear so very excited for news from that. So we'll probably see that at, you know, D plus day in 2024. So <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> um, next up, some some surprising news, but not really. I heard uh, when I when I shared this with everybody, it's kind of like what's going on. But then I remembered that IDW was actually kind of losing their rights to the Star Wars comic universe. So it looks like Dark Horse will be taking that side of the, the Star Wars comic universe um, and running with it, Marvel will still retain rights for what they're doing, uh, which they're doing very well. Uh, but Dark Horse, I, I loved for years and years and years of Star Wars comics. So I'm glad to see that publishers getting it back. And I hope they do a better job than IDW did. Yeah, this was, you know, it's interesting news. It was interesting that even IDW has comics uh, coming out that were Star Wars specific. So um, Dark Horse had it for forever you know, 30 years of stuff. So yeah, bring it, bring it on. Uh, Let's see what they decide to do. You know, are they going to be more even adults? Maybe. I don't know. They they said range, like for ranging audiences, children to adults. Well, 
that's interesting. Which I like. I, like I do that. too. Yeah, I like that IDW did that. So it's just um, it's it's interesting because Dark Horse hasn't had any IP in a while because of this whole Marvel deal. Yeah, seriously. And then with Bendis going to Dark Horse, seems to be amping up again that Dark Horse is getting some talent back on board. Yes. Yeah. And this is a big thing. So I'm very I'm happy because I love Dark Horse. Yeah, me so, too. Glad to see them, you know, getting a stable back. Let's talk a little bit about video game news. Uh, this is, you know, I don't like to talk about rumors that often, but there is there's a little rumor that there may be a, a game called Star Wars Eclipse uh, from Quantic Dream, who've, who's done uh, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, and those very interactive games. Yeah. I would love a game, like a Star Wars game, that's in that style. They say that it may take place during the High Republic era, uh, which would make sense. Like I just said about the movie, build build this universe, do something because people are afraid to play in the nor like the Skywalker verse. Let's get out of that. Go make a video game outside of that, and just play around with the canon. You can do it. It's an open world. Mostly. Yeah, I mean, everything at this point should be set during the High Republic as much as they can. You know what I mean? Um, yep. oh, because. Yeah. It's a it's a sandbox that we're not familiar with. We don't have to deal with the Skywalkers. There's, you know, thousands of Jedi at that time. So there's so many stories that you can mine and it doesn't screw up anything. So, yeah, I'm down, you know, bring it on. And uh, I like that company, that video game company. I think they make great games. So bring it on. Hell yeah. Uh, and then last up, the Old Republic is getting another expansion. Uh, it's called Legacy of the Sith. It arrives on December 14th. This is the big MMO. You know, I've, I'm not a big MMO fan. I've, I've tried this game. Multiple times. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, if I was really a big gamer, I'd probably play it more. But it's not my style. But if I know it's very, very uh, well-received game. And people love it. And they're, they're still making stuff from it. They even just remade all the uh, those awesome videos in 4k so from the from all of the expansions in the game so yeah that's that's cool man i love that they they it's the only legends thing that's still like running it is yeah that yeah and, i guess kotor may still be but you know it's like this stuff is popular that's why when they said there's gonna be an old republic movie perhaps it's just like well what are you doing i mean you've had you've had all this story already right plays why don't you just take all those those cutscenes and make a CGI movie and, and slap it on Disney Plus and make everybody happy? Done. <laughs> just wrote it for exactly. that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's it for the first part of the show. Uh, we're going to jump to commercial and we'll be right back. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after those commercials, and let's talk some comic books. Uh, first up in DC, there's some big things happening in the DC universe, including a lot of status quo changes of who's who. And so this February, Mary Marvel, Mary Shazam, Lady Shazam, whatever they have to mm. call her to stay away from that, you know, that Marvel lawsuit now. Um, she <laughs> will be taking over as Shazam in the comics. So pretty, 
excited for this because I like that world and I, I do like uh, Mary Marvel. So this will be a four issue miniseries written by Josie Campbell uh, with Evan Shaner. Yeah, this is great. Um, she hasn't had a comic in a very long time. So this is going to be very interesting to see how they do it. I think a four in, you know, four issue miniseries is a good way to introduce the character back. So that's that's awesome. Exactly. Uh, and another thing, they're they've been kind of taking Jackson High to the next level. Uh, the son of Black Manta, uh, now the new Aquaman. So he he's been the star of Aquaman: The Becoming as of late. There's also been a Black Manta side series happening. Both of those comics are going to just kind of go into this new ongoing book called Aquaman by the creative team of Chuck Brown, Brandon, Brandon Thomas, Sammy. Bastry and Adriana Lucas that comes out this um, this February as well and it'll be just Arthur Curry and Jackson Hyde teaming up in Aquaman. That's cool. That's badass actually. That sounds like a pretty fun comic. <laughs> Not as badass as this next one though. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I Deathstroke Inc. has been uh, running as of late. It's probably on issue two or three right now. It's kind of a it's kind of a split story between uh, Slade and Black Canary. Uh, but the latest issue is like Destro going to like this fantasy world that she does made up. It's like with with unicorns and all this weird stuff kind of reminds me of like Deadpool to a certain extent. But I think that's kind of like a, a jab at Deadpool to begin with. Since what do you mean? Slade Wilson? <laughs> right, right? Um, but in 2022, Deathstroke will become king in Deathstroke Inc. Number six. Uh, he's not going to be the Terminator anymore. He will be more like Conan the Conqueror uh, and and be King Deathstroke. Yeah, this sounds insane. <laughs> like The cover is even like a Conan cover where he's on a throne being all badass and sweet. Yes, this and Josh Williamson, who I love. Uh, yes. I love as a writer. So, yep, that's a must must read. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, get ready for that because I I love Deathstroke and I love that he's back with his own title. Um, right. Next up, Marvel news. What if just ended as a animated series? But are you ready for what if to return to the comics? Because I am. I love those kind of stories. And in March 2022, we got a graphic which reveals Wolverine with four claws. Um, it's definitely not uh, Logan. So people are like speculating, is it is it Miles as, you know, as Wolverine and stuff like that? Who knows? Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I'm I would love to see another what if come out uh, with standalone issues, you know, and just just be able to read these alternate tales. Yeah, those are fun um, that, you know, the the authors can play inside that sandbox and it doesn't have to touch canon. It's just a lot of fun stuff. So, yeah, I would definitely. um Check that out. Also, you were a fan of uh, the Hickman X-Men relaunch, basically. Uh, this is this is going to be the second Krakoan Age of X-Men. Uh, so we're moving into the next stage of the storytelling. And it looks like Wolverine is going to be having a weekly book called The X-Lives of Wolverine and The X-Deaths of Wolverine. And so you have this two-book series just like they kind of did with the X-Men books to begin with. This is sending Wolverine through the time stream on a dangerous mission. I'm not really caught up with those comics, so I'm not exactly sure what's happening. It's very epic, but 
this still, uh, I do love Wolverine, and it sounds pretty interesting, and I may have to get caught up. Yeah, so this is Ben Percy, and it's all about time travel. <laughs> so, yeah, be ready for a blood-soaked, mayhem-packed kaleidoscope <laughs> journey through time and space. Awesome. Um, great. God damn it. Right? Like, this I, Like this sounds perfect. So, you know, it's a five issue, which means I can get the graphic at the end when it's all done. But that sounds great. You know, great rating team. I love Wolverine. And, you know, again, just sounds like a lot of fun. 100%. You know what sounds like a lot of fun? Is that <laughs> IDW is going back and revisiting the G.I. Joe 80s cartoon in comic form. What do you think about that? guy who's been catching up on gi joe and getting back in that nostalgia that's interesting yeah okay sure <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that's actually kind of a cool idea being touted as saturday morning adventures so just continuing on the stories that they could do from that time i i think i would check this out a hundred percent i really definitely. would definitely that hits in february uh, by writer Eric Burham, Burnham, artist Dan Showing, and colorist Luis Antonio Delgado. But guess what? Firefly is also coming back from Boom, and this is going to be a whole new world. Now, I do love the fact that these stories can continue without Joss Whedon and that we can enjoy the characters kind of like we do with Harry Potter, Beyond the Creator. So, um I'm excited because I love the world of Firefly and I've been kind of sad that it hasn't been growing as much, but we were going to get a new series, all new creative team by writer David M. Bohier, uh, artist Jordi Perez, and uh, they're, they're on board and it'll focus on Captain Kaylee Fry as she leads her crew on a heist they ultimately decide to walk away from when it proves too much for their moral code. This just sounds sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that just, you know, again, it's a whole big universe. We didn't get to see nearly enough of it in live action form. Um, I'm glad that Boom has been putting out these comics. And this is nice because it steps away from the core crew and, and goes into something completely different. Yeah, exactly. Expand that universe. All right. So let's get over to crowd sorcery. Uh, first things first is The Illusion Witch. This is written by Ruben Romero. This is the book three uh, and basically the continuing adventures of Adia as she is in the magical world of Sarai. Uh, we get to learn more about her character as well as the fantasy world that she ends up being into as the illustrious illusion witch. Uh, so that is going to be going on for the next 19 days at the days of this recording. So still plenty of time to pledge and back and get it to its goal. It's about 75% of the way to its goal right now. So can't wait because I check it out. I haven't read beyond issue two yet and I want another trading card. So I'm there ready. You go. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, speaking of trading cards in hollowed issues one through four, you can get a trading card. Of what? Detective Tyler. Yes. Amongst a bunch of other things. So the two detectives. Fix my add-ons. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the two detectives who have been hunting down a brutal serial killer in Buffalo, New York, continue on their crazy adventures. Um, that's Lethal Weapon meets Seven that I wrote. So a little bit biased. Uh, I have hit goal. Um, but it doesn't mean I can't hit more goal <laughs> and do some stretch goals. <laughs> All the goals. 
I need every goal unlocked. And then uh, finally, if you remember um, from the 90s, the Atmosphere uh, board game. This is the 30th anniversary of that board game. Um, they wanted 65 grand. They're already at $116,000. It's a slightly updated version of that VHS game. Um, you know, no one has a VHS player anymore. So things like that have changed. Uh, I think they got a new gatekeeper. They've updated the cards and stuff like that. So do you remember this game from the 90s, Chris? I don't. Oh, my gosh, man. It was like you would go along the board. And then you'd stop at a place and this dude called the gatekeeper, which is like a low budget crypt keeper, would be like, you must do this thing or I will kill you. And it was like a, you'd play it in the dark with your friends and like all this crazy shit. It was hilarious. What? Um, I'll be checking this out after the show. Okay. Yeah. So it was a VHS just, component. Yeah. yeah uh. So you would you would go through and then play, you know, the section in the VHS for sure. Wow. Yeah, it was it was nightmare here in America in its atmosphere in the other places around uh, the world. Nightmare sounds more familiar, actually. Yeah, sorry. So you might have remembered it as nightmare. Maybe never played it, but that sounds a little bit more familiar. There you go. Checking that out. We leave up all the links for our crowd sorcery. So if you guys want to back any of those projects, you can. Uh, okay, let's go over to TV streaming news. Um, summer 2022 is the date for Stranger Things season four. So COVID really pushed this back a lot, actually, unfortunately, because I think it should have came out this September. Um, but here we are and uh, just happy that we're getting Stranger Things at all. Yeah, me too. I It just seems like still so long to wait for it, but we've already been waiting long enough so we can wait. Another half a year, I'm sure. Another half a year. You're right. <laughs> um, Halo Infinite just dropped uh, its multiplayer section um, to Xbox. And along with it, Paramount Plus showed a teaser for the Halo series, which is dropping in 2022. Um, I've been a Halo fan, honestly, since it came out. And they've been trying to do a Halo, I think, wasn't um, the Chappie guy, uh, Noel Blomkamp wasn't he attached to Halo and maybe even Sam Raimi at some point it's been not in development forever yeah something crazy like that you know not being a big Xbox fan I still love Halo and I, I like that world so I want to see it happen and I, I I'm glad that it hasn't happened yet because probably it's better off with more more technology and and where it's being placed you know and on a streaming service yeah, me too. So, um, you know, I haven't actually signed up for Paramount Plus, but I'll be honest with you, this would make me do it because I need to watch. Well, sorry, Picard season two will make me do it. But yeah, Discovery is I know. I know. Awesome. I need to watch Discovery as well. So... And, and Lower Decks and like, yeah, that other animated one looks really cool, too. Yep. Um. Anyway, whatever. OK, there's some shit I want to watch. But yes, go. I'm excited to see this. <laughs> So the Netflix Avatar series um, has some more casting news. Uh, we have Paul Sun Hyung Lee, who's going to be Uncle Io. We've got Lim K Su, who will be Gyatso, and then Ken Long will be Commander Zhao. So some Star Wars people, <laughs> yes, that we got in there really uh, with the first and last guy. And then um, yeah, I you know here's the thing, I'm not excited about this show. 
until I see something, I'm glad that it's moving along and it is casting and it seems, you know, it's the casting choices I am a fan of, but overall I'm just not excited quite yet. Nor I, I just finished watching the original series and I loved it. And as we've discussed with the original writers leaving the production, it's yeah, kind of a tough thing to think about, but I will give it a chance, just like I'm going to watch that M. Night Shyamalan movie, because I want to watch and see how bad it is and see old? what he did wrong. Yeah. Or, oh, sorry. Not the, old, no. <laughs> the Avatar one. Sorry. The Avatar. I would rather watch old, but yes, yeah. Avatar. Sorry. And I mean, Uncle Iroh is my favorite character on the show, one of my favorite characters. So I'm excited to, you know, see how they do portray uh, all of these these classic characters that have just been ingrained into our, our oh, society since early yeah. 2000s. It's like yeah. we were a little bit too old at that point to under, like to watch it and kind of like feel like we should watch it. But at that point, we still should have watched it and really loved it because even now I'm just like, wow, just the writing and, and the way they do the storytelling in that show is amazing. So um, I'm excited for maybe a little bit more of a non-anime-esque uh, version of this, but we will see. See, yeah. And then finally, TV news: Earthworm Jim is back. Um, we got our first look at a CGI animated series. I've always been a big Earthworm Jim fan since I played the games, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped up for this. Did you get to see this? I I didn't, but I'm a little. I don't know. It, it kind of bothers me that it's like, hey. There hasn't been an earthworm, earthworm gym anything in so long. Let's put out a show about it instead of instead of a, a game, game yeah. and a show or remasters on one disc or whatever. I don't know. Awesome. I, I agree. I agree. But weird. Weird. Maybe they will. Maybe we just haven't gotten the announcement yet for the yeah. for the game to coincide with the show. But yeah, I That'd do agree. Great. That'd be awesome. Right. Exactly. Um, all right, so we'll go over to movie news over at Disney Plus, even though it wasn't part of Disney Plus Day. Uh, we've got <laughs> Merlin uh, is coming out. <laughs> it's going to be a movie um, who is going to be uh, directed by Michael Matthews, who did Love and Monsters, which I just watched recently, and it was awesome. So I love that character, Merlin. You know, called, I thought that guy. What? It's called Merlin. It doesn't star Sam Neill. You know what? I think it's King Arthur's Merlin. Like, remember, there's also that Merlin British show, which yeah. was good. Was so good. I don't know. I think I think that kind of stuff, like it's not um, there's no copyright. Yeah. So they can just keep like Frankenstein. We can see a million of them because anyone can do one sort of thing. So that's cool. Anyway. Yeah. I love those mythos. It's just like they when was the last time it was actually like popular, like a King Arthur movie didn't bomb in theaters or or what you know it's just like i don't know yeah are you just doing the same thing over and over again um that maybe that's why they're doing on disney plus and not in the theater (laughs) yeah i like like where's our sword in the stone live action adaptation i think they are working on that good yeah i think they are working on that actually so um other left field news lethal weapon um (laughs) there's supposed to be a new one directed by mel gibson speaking of hollowed yeah right what do you think i i don't know what i think uh lethal lethal weapon 4 was great (laughs) i think or was it lethal weapon 3 was great no it was 4 no 4 is the uh, first time we saw jet lee and jet lee right 
That's it. Yep. Yeah. Jet Li one was awesome. I thought that Chris was a Rock's fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't know if Mel Gibson is still like shunned from society or not, but he's not. He's in that yeah. boss level movie. He oh, was in yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's right. Santa Claus. Um well he shot Hacksaw Ridge and that got nominated for an Oscar. So Okay. He's then I'll he's say okay. it. I've I've always liked Mel Gibson. I know that he was an asshole piece of crap at some points, but He's always he was always one of my favorite actors growing up. I think he's a good director, and I'd love to see another Lethal Weapon movie before him and Danny Glover die off. You know? Yeah. Yep. I mean, like that's it. You're right. You know, that's what it comes down to. So, uh, oh man, now this was great. So Vin this Diesel is. put on his Instagram page that he just had a great uh, meeting about Furion, uh, which would be the final movie in the um, Chronicles of Riddick uh saga <laughs> and honestly i love those movies i love those video games i love the anime like i am all in on riddick it's just taking too long to happen that's honestly. it right it's like the dude makes enough <sighs> money from these fast and furious like he can do it he yeah. can't direct it but he can absolutely if it's david tui coming back to direct it he can fund it you know all himself like last one riddick i mean i I don't even know if it cost a hundred million. I don't think it did. So no, it took us. I'm not like not a negative step back, but it took its step back to like that pitch black. Yes. Um, like pr- production wise and that feeling and that much more smaller, not where they're going, this huge sci-fi epic with Chronicles. But I, I liked Riddick. I'm Kitty Sackhoff fan as well. So that helps. But yeah, it's just like that movie was badass. Yeah. And, when was that? 2010? Probably. Right? Like, it's so long ago. I mean, people are like, who's Riddick? Go back and watch. So. Yep. So I definitely hope we something comes from that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So this was just a weird piece of news here. Uh, Karen Gillan is supposed to star in this animated Rona Who Lives by the River series. But the thing that I put it down here is because the music's going to be done by Danny Elfman. He doesn't typically do TV, and this is going to be a musical series for Disney Plus. So, okay, and it's got the animated studio, uh, animated studio behind Robot Chicken. So I don't know what's going on with this this show, you know. But uh, you know, we've been stop motion fans for ever we even had a stop motion sunday as part of don't forget a towel for years before it turned to star wars sunday and um you know i've been danny elfin fan for as long as i could listen <laughs> as long as i could hear <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because i've been on that child's play kick and i went back and watched the first one and uh, i forgot what the actor's name is from fright night and chris Sarandon. The and yeah. then i was like looking at his imdb i was like he's jack skellington Oh, you didn't was, know that? I didn't know that until the other yeah, day. Yeah. I was like, he, he does the talking, and then Danny Elfman does all the singing. That's that's why. Okay. Yes. That's because yes. I can always hear the singing. Yes, that, that's, that's Danny that's Elfman. Elfman. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> More you know, as they say. <laughs> there you go. So, um, very excited about what's going on with this. This next piece of news: David Harbor is going to be starring in this holiday thriller called Violent Night which is supposed to come out next year. So here's the thing. It's directed by Tommy Wercola, who did the movies Dead Snow, which is decent, but Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which is 
effing amazing. <laughs> that's no, the zombie Nazi movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Hans and Gretel movie. That. Yeah. Oh my god, me too. Yeah, Dead Snow was like it was fine, but mm-hmm. yeah, not really sure what's going on. We don't know much about what it's about, other than maybe he's gonna be killing people around Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> If it's that, I want to see David Harbour not be David Harbour in a movie. I'm not overtly like impressed by him as an actor mm. because he doesn't change his role. Okay, you just put on a Russian accent. Fine, you're still David Harbour. Whatever. But is Ryan I, Reynolds ever not Ryan Reynolds? But Ryan There's Reynolds kind of set the standard for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David like, Harbour is not Ryan Reynolds. So. No, no, he is not. Um, I don't know. I'm just being overcritical. I want to see this movie because that, that sounds pretty sweet if it's from those people then i'm in i'm in yeah for sure and then finally we're going to be getting a harry potter reunion uh so it's harry potter 20th anniversary return to hogwarts which will be on new year's day um it's going to reunite the cast members along with director chris columbus uh for harry potter and the sorcerer's stone which came out 20 years ago this week which is weird like why didn't you just release it today you know but whatever <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with warner brothers and their harry potter thing i mean it's, why why is there nothing because on... of jk it's because oh of... yeah yeah i know that's why it's like we said separated from the creator there's no reason there shouldn't be a harry potter series on, on HBO owns, Max already that's the issue is like she owns the rights to it and she is not giving it up so it's like the only reason we even have fantastic beast is those people who wrote it came to her and said this is our pitch and she liked it and then she wrote it <laughs> so like it's just like until somebody else comes up with a great idea and she you know passes off on it it's not like date or um george lucas where you know legends were basically he just kind of was like yeah sure you know go ahead you know <laughs> like no but he would he would say things that he wants to happen and not happen he would have correct, creative control correct. over it and he would let people play in that sandbox to a certain but she's extent. not doing it she's a fool yeah so actually sorry let me take that back she wrote the fantastic beast so that's her idea uh the people who did harry potter and the cursed child the play ah, are yes. the ones who sorry they're the ones who came up to her and said this is our idea and she liked it but yeah fantastic beast which is not that good that's that's her right. idea so which shows anyway that maybe, maybe somebody else should be doing this maybe stuff. somebody should do it exactly so <laughs> let's go to commercial break we'll come back do gaming and pursuit of plastic hey come take a seat at the campfire you're not the only one who joins i've got friends that come over sometimes too we talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters you know we Talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama, okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back after those informative commercials, and let's get into video games. Uh, just a couple things today. Borderlands is expanding even more into the gaming realm with a board game this time. And so 
if you want more miniatures and more stuff to be on the shelf and getting ready to play, go sign up at Monster Fight Club for Arena of Badassery, uh, <laughs> featuring one of our favorite characters ever, uh, Mr. Torque. Uh, so what do you think about this? These these miniature games can get pretty expensive. Is this going the Kickstarter route? I can't remember. I I would imagine it will. Well, this is remember we have the RPG coming out in the next couple weeks. The shipping, yeah, yeah I just um, got that it's it's been delayed with the uh, the COVID of it all. But yeah, you know, I don't I don't know. We always talk about it. We don't really need miniature games. You and I, and like you and I would probably be the only ones who play this game together, and right. we're on different coast. So for right now, it doesn't appeal to me. Um, but you know, it's great for you Borderlands fans and you miniature fans. Yeah, I mean, I have enough miniatures between my ultimate edition of number three and the upcoming RPG that it's just like this would yeah, be yeah. this would just sit on the shelf. But maybe it will be the Borderlands RPG that gets us back playing again. I'm hoping. I would love to play that game when it comes in. So Me too. we can yeah. play that in the intranets. So exactly. Then last up in gaming, Multiversus uh is gonna be a free to play WB. Warner Brothers characters, Smash Brothers style fighting game. So they've previewed this with like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Batman, Arya Stark, and so many more that will be kind of being added to this game. Of course, there'll be some stuff you can, you know, pay to play if you want to add some stuff, I'm sure. But it's just, it's a neat idea because these games are so popular and there's a lot of cool characters in the WB um, stable. Yeah, this is like so out of left field and just a smart idea the mixing of all of the wb franchises so you know i wouldn't be surprised if we see a harry potter character you know what i mean and they have the whole stable of the dc universe at their disposal as well so it's interesting there's hints of gandalf even i mean it's just like oh right yeah lord of the rings yeah i mean this is really it it's you got scream (laughs) (laughs) it's dimension (laughs) Why not? Exactly. I, yeah. you know, new line I, Ed Blade. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, you can't take that from us. It's not the same right. one, multiverse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, with Smash Brothers, I liked it. I like Smash Brothers enough, but I never bought it after like GameCube and, and things like that because there, there was no. I don't think there was an online component. There was no nothing. So I just maybe there was, but I never really got into playing it with anybody else because the other person had to own the game. Yeah. So it's like you want to pay $60 because it's never going to change price for this game. No, I don't. So I think this is really smart to do a free to play game. And then if you want to add stuff on and, and whatnot, you play, you pay a little bit and you keep playing. So, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this will hit sometime in 2022. Yes. Yes. I, I think it should be fun. I'm sorry. I just thought about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent real quick because we talked about Blade. Now that we know the multiverse of madness is opening. Can we pretty much guarantee that Wesley Snipes is going to be in this blade movie? He, he has been giving his blessing to. Yeah. Straight up lying for right. months. And the, they're clearly digitally doctoring these, these yeah. videos. So like, I would not be surprised if at this point they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I think it's all going to come down. All of it. Man. Oh, yeah. I think Johnny Storm and Cap. <laughs> side I by think side. We'll, yes. 
and then Michael B. Jordan <laughs> will show up in the background, you know, just yeah. like walk yeah, up behind right. and say, What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, you know, like Eric Bana will show up and like fight. <laughs> That's fight. it, man. What's his name? Dolph so. Lundgren comes in. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's like John Bernthal's like um, role from. Um, King, Ar- uh, King Arthur. Uh, what's the new movie with Will Smith? <laughs> oh, King James. Or uh, King Richard. King Richard. King Richard, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. John Berthold with that mustache, man. So Well, we also didn't talk about <laughs> D'Onofrio saying he's excited for these Disney Plus shows. Oh, my God. Specifically replying to Hawkeye. Charlie, Charlie Cox is lying to all of us. Well, Charlie um, Cox is in Spider-Man. There is no way he is not. So- the rumors of the Echo TV show turned out to be true. Yep. The rumors for that show was that it's going to be basically like Daredevil season four. Yeah. So the backdoor pilot for the new Daredevil. They are not going to let the more popular ones go from those Netflix series. It's just those shows had legs for the most part. And if they don't at least do it in, in, in multiverse of badness and these multiverse ideas, why the hell are you even doing it to begin with? So well, you also don't have to necessarily have it be. You don't have to have it be a multiverse for the Netflix things because they right. do make reference to things happening. Now you could just say they got blipped out during yeah. the big fight, like done, hand wave it, you're done, and like that's all you need to know. So for five years, if uh, Kingpin was gone and then he comes back and whatever, like. I would love to see D'Onofrio in Hawkeye, especially like that just Hell makes yeah. sense. So we'll see what happens in a in a week, literally not even uh, at this point of the actually it's probably Wednesday because it they just come out on Wednesday now. It right. Jeez, yep. man. The 24th. It's coming. And isn't the Witcher coming out this week? No, the Witcher comes out of my birthday. OK, same day as Spider-Man. Or around there. So, anyway, sorry. That's all. My, I'm done with my tangent. Let's. What time is it, Chris? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there, it's time for the pursuit of plastic. Not a whole lot this week, but some really solid, solid uh, collectibles on the market or coming to the market soon. Uh, so, if you're a the Flash TV show fan, like we are. Grant yeah. Gustinson um, has always done a great job in that role. I'm really kind of sad at times when I'm not caught up with it. And I do want to watch Armageddon at least when that ends. And so I can get yeah, the heck out sure. of that. Uh, we always love those crossovers. But Hot Toys uh, is doing a one-six scale figure for this for that character. It's, it comes with cool accessories, including like Jake Garrick's helmet and things like that. Um, we had seen other companies do kind of rip-off versions of it. But I love that Hot Toys is actually... Uh, taking taking this character on from the show. It looks amazing. The sculpt is absolutely fantastic. And if, like you said, if you're a fan of this series, this is the penultimate figure. Also, from the Hot Toys world, we got a No Way Home uh, look at the upcoming Spider-Man figure in what suit is that? It's just like his newest suit from the movie, and then he's going to have other suits, of course. But So he's he's getting that suit... Um, from Doctor Strange, ah. you know, so that, that this isn't that this is like the new suit. OK, mm-hmm. the Doctor Strange suit. I don't think they've released the hot toy of it yet, but I'm sure they will. But this figure is you can get it in a standard edition. 
and then you can get it in another edition that comes with the iron spider claws <laughs> that pop out what and a base that has doc ox you know claws coming as well yeah. as a pumpkin bomb and i was like it's 625 and i i you know me because yeah. I don't own a Spider-Man hot toy. I am really, really on that fence of like, oh my gosh, is this is this the one? Because I was waiting to maybe get the, you know, classic Ditko uh, Spider-Man hot toy that they released earlier this year, last year. But then I saw this and I was like, oh, and you can get like full mask, half mask, or completely unmasked Tom Holland <laughs> It's, it's it's an insane you got to look at it it's a really really great figure i will i will and you sorry we're just gonna be asking what time is it casey it's time to buy a spider-man hot time to that's, that's lose time my wallet is. yep <laughs> <laughs> next up neca teenage mutant ninja turtle continue their movie figure line with a two-pack of uh casey jones and april o'neill uh, this is a kind of a remake of the April O'Neil figure that everybody bitched about because they hated the knees on her. It was kind of gross looking because yeah. just too much articulation. They fixed that around. I don't really collect NECA Ninja Turtle figures anymore. Um, there's an, also n- another Ninja figure, Ninja Turtle figure we should be talking about. Um, that oh, that yeah. Samurai Leo figure that they put out for 50 bucks. I don't know what company that was, but I, I love to 5K, see that stuff. 5K toys. That's another one. We'll have to throw a link in for that because that pre-order went up and everybody's like, why is it $50? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to include it in here because they also released a Red Dead Redemption 2 figure too. I'm sorry, they did what? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. I saw that, that yesterday. Um, That's- I'll put that in there too. Sorry, guys. Like, this is breaking news. Paul, <laughs> you're hot. Like, yeah, the, yeah, it's not, you know, his name is Western your old west gunslinger but it's arthur and it is jam packed this figure with stuff it's just bonkers where do these companies come from how they can sell things at that price you know in this market i don't know but i love it because i'm getting really tired of some other companies having like a stranglehold yeah on the toy market so. yeah that's the thing like the you know there is a lot of choices for one six scale out there um if you're okay not getting officially licensed, like this isn't, but it you can tell what it looks like. But it's one twelfth that really needs things to get shaken up, and I'm glad that we're getting some company like this 5K toy doing the Leonardo figure. I mean, it's out of control, and at that price point, it's a steal. I immediately pre-ordered it. Yeah, immediately. And I shouldn't say anything about NECA because NECA's doing those Universal Monster ones that are No, they're cool. doing good. They're doing good. And, yeah, but their distribution is kind of funky, but it's getting better. It's getting better. Uh, again, uh, another Ninja Turtle news. Uh, like Super 7 put out the Thunder Tank. They're also doing uh, the Party Wagon for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This clock's in at $400. We all know that Super 7 charges a lot for their stuff. It is quality. It is very, like, throwback-ish. If they ever put out that turtle blimp, I don't know if I can stop myself from buying it. Even though <laughs> we saw that version of the turtle blimp from somebody else recently. It's on Walmart. I, right. It was Walmart, right? So how did, how did they put that out? I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. It's like, I understand you got to make some money. $450. Like, if it was $100, which is way more than the $35 that it cost in normal life, I'd pay it, honestly. 
for your quality. Maybe even 150, but 450, I'm sorry. It's like, it's not the DeLorean from Sideshow. It doesn't right. light up and float on magnets. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. It's just, I can't justify it. It's more, it's double the, the cost of a hot toy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And the, in the, even the one twelfth figures are not that much money. You know, it's just, I'm sorry. Or the one, the one six scale figures are not that much. I just, Super 7, $55 for your normal 112th scale. Okay. Okay. I get it. But when you charge a vehicle for that much money, I just, it's not Castle Great Skull even. Like, you just can't do it. Can't yeah, it's, wi- it's wild to me. I just, I don't understand yeah. it. I, I, what are you using? Like a, like a special plastic that's, that's made out of like. Unbreakable? Like I mean, human can toenails? I crash you know? it through a freaking brick wall like they do? I mean, like, what are you doing? Right. Can how I drive big, it? How big is? Yeah. <laughs> is this is this remote controlled? Come on. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Can I smash it through a pizza place? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little it's, sick, guys. So I'm just angry. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes, sometimes things don't. This, make this sense. is where the show goes downhill. Is pursuit of plastic. <laughs> usually, a few has, bro. Right? right. Don't even say their name. No. <laughs> um. Also, in Super Seven news. Thundercats Ultimates Wave 5 uh, apparently will go on sale tomorrow, Monday the 22nd. So by the time you hear this show, the pre-order window will be open. I'm not yeah. sure what the lineup is. It's been teased that it might be like that anti lino figure uh, and some other ones. I'm not even sure who's left besides the twins. We have not seen a Schnarf. Maybe yeah. the twins and Schnarf come in a three-pack. Yeah, Whatever's going to so. happen. I have the twins already from San Diego Comic-Con. But where the heck is Schnarf? Schnarf. <laughs> uh, hopefully your dreams come true to, tomorrow and you get him. And like you said, I mean, it's $55 for figures and at least you can buy singles now. So, right. There's not much left. I have the villains I want. I have most of the team. Give me that little monkey lizard thing, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> so uh, last up of news, Mythic Legions, the four horsemen are back again with Poxis. It's a new line from them featuring mostly magical users from what I can tell. But there's a blue dragon born, whatever you want to call them in it, ogre sized figure. They're 12 inch. I think they are. That's that's the scale for that one It's really probably the only one I'm interested in because I don't have that much money right now. But I want a blue dragon as part of my mythic legions lineup. I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I, I think I told you this when it came out. This line to me is one of the best lines they've ever done. Because it it mixes in the Mythic Legion stuff, but it also mixes in a lot of the sculpting they just did for the Cosmic Legions. And the thing with the Cosmic Legions, it's like, it it is amazing. It really is, because it's basically Star Wars. And I probably will kick myself, you know, someday that I didn't buy it. But, like, this right here, you get a horse, you know, like an undead horse and stuff. And, like, some of the magic users, like, it just fits really into, like, D and D. I don't know. Like this line just seems like really like Dragon Lancey, and I I think I love it. So that's all. No, no, absolutely. They they haven't really dived into the magical side too yeah. much. It's been yeah. very much like army builders and warriors, barbarians. This is like really unique. Some cool stuff here. A brand new villain, and I'll tell you the horses that they've done so far. I got the. I got like the big bad with the horse, that two pack. And that was yeah. amazing. Did they do a Poxus and horse two pack? 
They haven't really looked at this. Yes, they did. You can get the two pack for ninety dollars with Poxis and Flogius. Um, ninety dollars, ninety bucks plus. I don't know how much that dragon is. Maybe I'll do it because that little fairy wizard bug evil druid guy is awesome looking. So I know, man. That's and and I'm sorry. There's actually there's more packs included in this wave as well from evil magic effects packs heroic magic effects packs deluxe hand pack and another weapons pack i love i love the kickstarter because they were doing more of that then and i would i when i was looking through my mythic legions recently i was like i ordered a bunch of those because i was just like all the standards like all the cool stuff they're doing included with it um it's just such a great line and i'm happy that it's continuing and that yep, we're getting, me too. like you said, just more from that world. Damn cool. Damn cool. So, Casey, where where can you find us? We are all over the interwebs at defatentertainment.com. We have a slew of other great podcasts as part of the network for all your pop culture, news, political, books, etc. We Pretty much if you have a geek for something, you're going to find it on the DFAT Entertainment Network. So find us there. Find us on socials. And um, yeah, this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.